broadcasting from our studios in the UK. Heard around the world. Automatic musical instruments. On app, on Alexa speakers and online. Tuesday Night Live with James Dundon. It's Wednesday Night Live. It's Wednesday for one week only. We're doing this on a Wednesday and I'm sorry we didn't do it last night. We just had some family bits going on yesterday and couldn't do the show in the end. So here we are for a Wednesday and it's the normal deal. All the one second song is on. We've got some mechanical music radio exclusives, including who will be attending the Great Dorset Steam Fair with their organ for the first ever time. And it's going to be quite a coup. We're speaking to the owner on the phone and playing a track from the organ a bit later on. Also previewing uh, organ festivals in America and the Netherlands and Great Britain. That's where we start tonight. It's the Hollycombe Organ Festival this weekend, a brilliant event. And one of the instruments going to be there is Brian Wells Gavi. mid-July and what a perfect track to play come on over the sunny side um, and I look out my window here it's grey and horrible tonight <laughs> the weather the weather has broken today we've had beautiful weather the last few weeks but it's even raining outside now but I'm not going to complain because my garden is parched and I'm fed up watering it so I'm quite pleased to see the rain falling tonight we could do with a good storm it's so muggy and, and what's it tonight hoping the weather holds out for this weekend because I'm going to be doing the long toe my Dutch tree talking head blouser is going to be going from Cornwall up to the Hollycombe Organ Festival, um, which is near Hampshire, but from Cornwall, that's a, about a six-hour tow each way. Oh, so, you know, crack on. Um, um, I'll be driving up during the Friday. We'll be there. It's a two-day event. I'm hoping to have some new Mechanical Music Radio merchandise with me. I've got some mugs. I've got some coasters. I've got some key rings on order. I'm hoping they're going to be delivered at... Um, Hollycombe on the Saturday, all being well. So hopefully we'll have some of those to 
to give out. Car stickers are on the way. They're a bit more complex to sort out, apparently. So we'll um, we'll await those. But yes, Hollycombe Organ Festival, it's a great event, and you will see me with Blouger this weekend. So let's play a little track from Blouger, followed by a new organ to Hollycombe this year. I'll tell you all about it after this. <laughs> Dutch Street's all going to Blouser. They're putting me outside the beer tent, uh, which is, of course they are. Uh, it's a good position. Um, so you'll see Blouser at the Hollycombe Organ Festival this weekend. Just Google for the details or, or follow the link. We'll post that on our Facebook page a little bit later on. Um, one of the organs that's never been there before is from Rachel and Robert Neve, who are attending for the first time ever with their 80 keyless band organ, the Whistling Dixie, which of course was built by Chris Chandler. He also built a Dutch street organ that was also 80 keyless. And Robin and Rachel have recently purchased this Dutch street organ, which also plays via MIDI capabilities, and they have joined the two instruments together to play in synchronisation. 
I can't wait to see it and hear it. I know you can't either. They will be at Hollycombe this weekend. And I've got some audio here lifted from an old tape cassette that was sold by Chris in the 1990s from Whistling Dixie.
can't wait to see Whistling Dixie playing with its sister organ, both of them built by Chris Chandler, and playing in synchronisation this weekend. Congratulations, Robin and Rachel Neve, who are presenting for the first time at Hollycombe. You can be there it's the 20th and 21st July, this Saturday and Sunday, the Hollycombe Steam in the Country Collection. Google it. It's at Liphook near Surrey. There's 25 visiting organs alongside my Dutch Street organ head blouser playing outside the beer tent. Can't wait to see you there. A display of fairground art and living van showman's engines and of course that galloper organ has been restored in the set of gallopers at gavioli and i'm going to take the mechanical music radio recorder and capture some sounds because i understand it's sounding particularly good so see you at hollycombe this weekend and this is wednesday night live where we still do the same old rubbish for one second song is coming up after this Street organ Jupiter from McCunkles Hall in Harlem and another organ from McCunkles Hall which recently left the hall to guest at an event uh, the weekend uh, was Degau, Carl Fry, a beautiful organ and it sounds great out of McCunkles Hall because um, the acoustics can be a bit overpowering in the hall sometimes it's just nice to hear something raw outside and i haven't heard the gal outside before but we've got a recording of it because it went to an organ festival at the weekend and johnny van eyck was there with his microphone a, a good friend of mechanical music radio so he managed to capture some sounds from this particular festival in the netherlands and we'll tell you all about it and play you three different organs that were there it's coming up before nine o'clock also don't forget that exclusive as we reveal an organ going to the Great Dorset Steam Fair for the first time this year. So it's all on the way first, so let's do this bit of nonsense. Mechanical Music Radio's One Second Song. Right, we're going to make it easy tonight, This because uh, it's cryptic clue. It's always a cryptic clue that makes it easy. I, I don't think I should even bother playing the clip, because no, <laughs> no one cares about the clip. Everyone just wants a cryptic clue. You've got to identify the one second song from this. Any ideas? The cryptic clue is there's only one of these. There's only one of these. 
any ideas, uh, you can email now. Go to the website, mechanicalmusicradio.com, and click on to contact. Or, alternatively, email mech, M-E-C-H, musicradio, at outlook.com. And remember, there's only one of these... Music Radio Wednesday Night Live. Sorry it's all a bit different this week, but thanks for finding us and tuning in. And this is Reader's Merengue.
Mechanical Music Radio's One Second Song. All right, only two correct answers coming in so far. Uh, it's um, uh, Mary Jane Morrison gets it correct from Newton Abbott, and also we've heard from Peter Mackett, who also gets it correct as normal. Brilliant, that skipped. Uh, I did a Windows 10 update earlier. Thanks, Bill Gates. Performing well. Uh, that's the one-second song. If you think you know what it is, uh, contact via the website mechanicalmusicradio.com. Remember, the cryptic clue is there's only one of these. Good luck. Music Radio, all about previewing future events. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to extend the show to go past 10 o'clock tonight because we've got so much to talk about, including a organ festival happening in Cornwall this weekend at Poldark Mine. And what we're going to be doing after 10 o'clock is playing a documentary that was done by Mike Brown from a community radio station in Cornwall called CHBM. And he did interviews and captured some sounds from last year's Poldark Mine Organ Festival. And Mike's going to be along after 10 o'clock to take you through to about 11 with some interesting interviews and sounds from our organ festival. So that's coming up from 10. Before then, of course, that great Dorset Steam Fair announcement. And we've got uh, organ events happening in the Netherlands and America to tell you about. So do stay there. Historic recordings from records and cassettes. The Vinyl Years.
from her vinyl years, Woodland Echoes, Saunders Gavioli, um, I suppose really a tape cassette release. But that's the thing with vinyl years. We, we've, we've digitized some of the cassettes because they're equally as good to listen to. And that was from a master tape sent to us by John Hulse, of course, Causeway Recordings. Thank you, John, for all your support for Mechanical Music Radio. Discover a world of mechanical music. Nixon Automatic Instrument Sales are leading dealers in quality mechanical music, buying and selling instruments from around the world. An in-stock ready-to-buy today, a genuine Decat Parentals dance organ and a super-compact 52-key street organ, played by a MIDI and on a traditional three-wheeled Dutch car. It looks perfect with its freshly painted facade. You can see videos and pictures now by searching for Nixon Automatic Instrument Sales. And don't forget to like their page on Facebook to hear first what comes into stock. Nixon Automatic Instrument Sales are proud supporters of Mechanical Music Radio. Hold on tight, we've got a busy half hour as we talk about three different mechanical music events. The first one's already happened in Leivarden, uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, this festival in Leivarden is called uh, Prince, Princeton, T- Princeton Tune. Hang on a minute, I need to listen. I've got, I um, asked Niels Berkers from Holland to record me the pronunciation earlier. Princeton Tune, Leeuwarden. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Princeton Tune, Leeuwarden. Say it loud and proud. Uh, had 10 street and fair organs the weekend just gone by, and the special guest organ was the 90 key Carl Fry the Gow from the Kunkels Organ Foundation. It was a special guest because around 30 years ago, the organ was in Leeuwarden playing on the streets for many, many years. And Johnny Van Eyck was there recording many of the organs. We'll hear from the Gow very shortly. At first, though, we're going to hear from Dutch street organ, the Dulcian. Thank you. 
listening to Mechanical Music Radio.
These are live recordings made at the Leyvarden Music Festival at the weekend. The uh, 10 street and fair organs present, and that was Avella's house, and also we did Dutch street organ, Jolshian. And now, the special guest. Um, the organ played 30 years ago on the streets of Leyvarden, and it was back at the weekend on loan from the Kunkel's Organ Foundation in Harlem. It's De Gau. Enjoy it. It just sounds perfect outside. After 30 years, De Gaulle playing back in Leyvarden at the Organ Festival at the weekend. Thanks to Johnny Van Eyck for capturing those sounds for us. A real treat. Uh, coming up before 10, revealing the Great Dorset Steam Fair special guest this year, that organ, revealing very soon, also previewing an American band organ festival. But first... Mechanical Music Radio's One Second Song. Right, the one second song is is an exclusive club of correct people. I'm not going to give a mention to anyone that gets it incorrect because you don't deserve a prize. The prize is a mention if you get it right and there's not that many people, to be honest. Did I make it too hard? I thought this was quite easy. This, and bear in mind the clue was there's only one of these. Oh, get it, get it. It's 
It's the One Note Samba, isn't it? It's played on the Sensation. One Note Samba is playing now. It's the One Second Song. One second song correct, like Stuart, who got it right, Dawn Smith in Kelly Bray, Stephen in Hull, first time emailer, and he gets it in. The one second song was the one note samba. We got another one on our next live show. I'm afraid we're not going to be here next Tuesday. Um, I've got a, uh, I've got a funeral to go to next week, and that's not the family one that... The reason my basically my auntie died yesterday, which is why I wasn't on air yesterday evening because we just spent it together as a family. Um, and oh god, it's just it's just one of those moments. It, it, we're just going through one of those times at the minute. Do you know what I mean? So I've got another funeral to go to next weekend, which I knew about sometime, uh, but I've got to go to Kent for that. So I'm afraid I won't be on air next Tuesday. I'm just going to take a week off. But I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend. If you can make it to the Hollycombe Steam Collection, I'll, I'll have my Dutch Street organ blouger there and we'll be playing outside the bar. I'll have some new Mechanical Music Radio merchandise with me. Um, other events, of course, going on this weekend in Cornwall, the Poldark Mine Fair Organ Festival. There's going to be loads of instruments at that. And after 10 o'clock tonight, we're going to be replaying a documentary done um, by Mike Brown from a community radio station in Cornwall called CHBM. And Mike had no prior knowledge of organs or mechanical music. Um, but he went round and interviewed all the owners, including me, and he, he asked all the right questions. He was really great, and I'm going to play you that documentary after 10 o'clock tonight. So we're going slightly later tonight with some really great stuff to listen to. Uh, coming up, of course, in just a moment, we've got that exclusive Great Dorset Steam Fair announcement as we reveal who will be in the Mechanical Music Radio Organ Square. So keep it here. All right, let's go to the other side of the pond. An email from Tim Wagner from the US. Thank you, Tim, for your kind words. 
Um, there's a couple of band organ rallies coming up in the States. The first is this weekend, organised by the Musical Box Society International, who are hosting their 44th annual band organ rally at Melvin Miller Park in Ohio. And the following weekend, 27th, 28th, it's the Carousel Organ Association of America who are holding a, a big band organ rally. And this is one of the instruments attending these events. Um, it's uh, John Pritala's... 165-plus handcrafted concert organ known as Trudy, and you'll enjoy this. This was recorded at the same event that's happening this weekend just a few years ago in 1999 when it was first built. So enjoy John's organ, Trudy. It's playing now. see Trudy this weekend at the Band Organ Rally organised by the Musical Box Society International. Their 44th annual Band Organ Rally is happening at Melvin Miller Park in Ohio. All the details online if you Google it and they've got a Facebook event as well. We wish them well. It sounds like a great event. You're listening to Mechanical Music Radio and Wednesday Night Live.
Nigel Myers, Grosic Avioli. Uh, that, of course, always on the front of Organ Square, the Great Dorset Steam Fair. Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square is in the Salisbury Field. It's at the quiet end of the fairground. It's an area where enthusiasts can relax and unwind and listen to some great music from a variety of instruments, from fairground organs to street organs and dance organs. And this year, we have a first-timer coming to the Great Dorset Steam Fair to join us. It's going to be very, very special, and we welcome him right now. He's on the phone, ready to talk to us tonight. We can reveal at Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square at the Great Dorset Steam Fair this year, we will be having... Paul Kirage's roof. Evening, Paul. Hello, James. Hello, Paul. It's, it's so exciting to have you part of Organ Square at Great Dorset, an event you've, you've never done with the organ before. No, you're absolutely right. I've never been tempted down to Dorset before, but you were so persuasive in your invitation <laughs> for me to join everyone in Organ Square, how could I resist? It's it's wonderful, and we do have a lot of fun down that end of the field. It's a nice space where you can enjoy the instruments. We have evening concerts, uh, we have fridges full of beer, all that sort of thing. So it's a nice social occasion that everyone's welcome to, to come and join in. Tell, tell me a little bit about your roof fairground organ, for those who are not familiar with it. Uh, well, it was built in 1922, and... Um, it's a, a typical roof instrument insofar as the quality of the workmanship is amazing when you consider and other than sort of ongoing repairs uh, and the addition of a blower to replace the original bellows which were obviously knackered and that, and that was done in the, the ni- late 1960s I believe by Herr Vogt um, it, it's still in re- remarkably original condition and remarkably you know it's still playing as well pretty much as it left the factory back in 1922 certainly does and also you know you've added a lot of music to the library as well um so there's some real opportunities to hear it away from the noise of other events at at dorset because we do have a bit of a quiet section on the on the showground and evening concerts when i always think the instruments sound their best in the in the cool night air after a long hard day playing they just sound a little bit different in the evening as the sun goes down yeah i absolutely agree with you it's a it's a really nice time to be able to play an organ in the, as you say, cool of the evening. Um, and, and it also is an opportunity to perhaps dig out some books that you wouldn't perhaps normally play to the, the sort of fair going public who, who tend to want to tap their feet and listen to more um, well-known tunes, tunes that they will know. So it's a, it's an opportunity to dig out some of the nice classical overtures and tunes that, that the Ruth really can play well, brilliantly. Yeah, we're going to play an example of that now that was recorded at the Disorgan Festival when we saw you there last. So okay. um, we'll play a track from that. Paul, we can hear a little bit of background noise there and it sounds like you're out and about. Can you explain where you are at the minute? Well, I'm actually at a, a bit of a do <laughs> and have to confess having enjoyed a couple of beers already this evening. <laughs> um, it, it, it's uh, celebrating 50 years since the formation of Thames Television. Wow. And Thames Television 
was the, the sort of main ITV London broadcaster for many years. And I was very fortunate in my early career to be employed by Thames Television at their Teddington Studios, uh, which is kind of, I'm right next door to where they were now. Um, and I was there as a young man, as a trainee cameraman, and sort of was very fortunate to be working uh, at the major ITV producer of programs in an era when, well, television was, you know, in its golden age. And uh, it makes me feel a little bit old to think that it was over 30 years ago. But nevertheless, uh, I'm here with an awful lot of colleagues who I work with, all of us looking a little bit older now, but enjoying a reunion, celebrating 50 years since the start of Thames back in 1969. That is fabulous. Are you celebrity spotting tonight, Paul, or is it mainly backroom staff from the Thames days? Uh, No, there's a a, a sprinkling of celebrities that... uh, you may remember from children, there's Rod Jane and Freddie from the Rainbow Days. Wow, never. Um, um, there was a show called Magpie. A couple yep. of the presenters uh, who used to do that um, are here tonight. And, yeah, a few faces that people may remember. But but uh, I sus- suspect the majority of the – well, there's possibly maybe 200 people here. I suspect the majority are – Camera crew, lighting crew, sound crew, backroom boys, scene people, office workers. Um, you know, it was a big family here at Thames Television in Teddington back in those days. And it's just lovely to reacquaint yourself with some of the people you haven't seen for many years. And the wine is flowing. Absolutely, as it should be. And, you know, congratulations on all your achievements, Paul. I mean, still now you're producing Piers Morgan's Life Stories, which I've been enjoying this current series of. So you're a busy man and we're very lucky to get you to spare the time for for Dorset. It's just worked out right, the dates this year for you, hasn't it, to invite you down? It has indeed. Uh, And I have to say, uh, as I said, I'm very grateful for the invite. I'm looking forward to it enormously. I'm hoping it'll neither be too dusty or too muddy. And as you say, there'll be a few beers floating around. So I'm looking forward to spending my time with some good organ friends and just enjoying the music and the atmosphere. That's brilliant. Paul, we're going to enjoy a trap from your roof now. Great to catch up with you. See you there. Thank you, James. little bit of Paul Carriage's roof. I'm sorry I can't play you a longer track. We've, we've just the, the clock is against us tonight. We've, we've squeezed so much into the show. And nice to have Paul on for a chat. I was a bit sneaky because when I called Paul, um, 
<laughs> I knew he was going to be at an event and I just thought it'd be funny and I did record him. I was naughty and I'm going to play you what was off air before I put him on air for a chat. This is what I recorded with Paul, him at this event, trying to find a quiet place to talk to us and it's blooming hilarious. Do I'm at a, a television event oh, type God, thing oh. and uh, <laughs> it's full of noisy people drinking and enjoying themselves. <laughs> I appreciate right. that. No, that's Okay, fine. that's it. That's a, that's a bit better where I've come to now. Can we can we say that you're at a uh, at an event? Because I think that's quite funny. You, yes, you 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 can do it by all. That would be good. All means. Yeah, I think that's I'm lovely. A, I'm a few glasses of wine to the wind, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I love it, Paul. It's just great, Paul. So it was lovely to have him on. Thanks, Paul. Great sport, and we can't wait to have him at a great Dorset Steam Fair for Mechanical Music Radio's Organ Square. You can find the details now if you Google the Great Dorset Steam Fair. There are tickets still available, camping, prepaid tickets. Get them and be there. A five-day event happening in six weeks' time. Uh, just Google the Great Dorset Steam Fair and we'll see you there. We can't wait for it. Right, that is part one of Wednesday Night Live done. Mechanical Music Radio. We are after 10 o'clock and we're probably going to continue for the next hour because we have for you a bit of a treat. There's one more event that I'd like to tell you about that's happening in Cornwall this weekend. It's happening at Poldark Mine. It's the Fair Organ Festival. And this is an award-winning documentary that was made by CHBN's Mike Brown. Mike is a broadcaster from CHBN, which is the Cornwall Hospital Broadcasting Network, and he attended the Fair Organ Festival and recorded some instruments and recorded some interviews with the owners, including myself and Ian Rogers and many of the Cornish organ owners that attended the event. And the lovely thing about this is Mike has no prior knowledge or experience about mechanical organs, but he asked all the right questions and... You'll enjoy this. Uh, it's a great listen. So over to Mike, who takes over Mechanical Music Radio to give you a little flavour as to what the Poldark Organ Festival, which is happening this coming weekend, is all about. I'm Mike Brown and welcome to the Acoustic Hour. In the past we've had all sorts of music uh, from folk uh, to uh, instrumental and uh, all sorts, but uh, never fairground organs. I find the fairground organ music jolly and infectious and uh, absolutely charming. And I was in my element last weekend when I went to Poldark Mine uh, with the Museum and Heritage Centre there as they held their first ever festival of fairground organs from Devon and Cornwall. I was there with my trusty handheld recorder uh, recording the music and speaking to some of the instrument owners. If you don't want to hear the results... Go away now.
I'm with uh, Ian Rogers now, who uh, has his, what do you call it, a dance concert organ? Yeah, dance organ. Well, it's called a concert organ because yeah. it's a versatile instrument. It'll do yeah. all sorts of music. Uh, but you're also um, very much involved with the organisation of this event, aren't you, Ian? Uh, I've been helping Mr Thomas out, Edwin. Right. And uh, he, he was the one that found the location here. Yes. Um, and I'm more technically challenged, so I could do emails and posters. <laughs> And this is the first uh, of these events that have been held here at Polder, isn't it? Yes, this is the first time. Previously, we used to hold the event down at Dingles, just over in Devon. Yep. And that ran for ten years. Um, but we had a couple of years off, and it was decided that we should try and have something down in West Cornwall to support the local community down here. Yeah, lovely. And uh, is it likely to become an annual event, do you think? Uh, I hope so. It's nice yeah. to be able to bring the organs out and let people hear them. And it's an ideal ground for it, isn't it, as well? It's been very pleasant down here, apart from yesterday when it rained. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you were all cramming into that phone box over there. Probably not very Yes, yeah, well, I was lucky. I had the carport here to uh, to stand under as well. Yeah, I bet that but, got pretty uh, noisy, though. Yes, it was, uh, it was a great shame, but today has uh, been better for us. Definitely. And uh, yeah. everybody's been able to get their organs out and uh, and show them off so to speak yes yes <laughs> <laughs> we're all known for having big organs <laughs> uh, so tell us about yours then well this this one is a relatively new one um it's built by uk organ builder david leach and was built in 2009 to replicate the dance organs of belgium from the 70s so a lot of organs, uh, the traditional style ones, are sort of decorated with uh, uh, paintings and so on. You've actually got real instruments. Well, this one's in, uh, done in Art Deco style to represent the uh, Art Deco times and cafes. Yeah. Uh, it's got an accordion on it, a uh, saxophone, uh, and a uh, glockenspiel there together with real speaking pipes. There's over 100 in there. Right. Uh, and then all of the percussion is real on the front. But this one's slightly different in that it's controlled by MIDI, which yep. is by the computer. Yep. Um, and we also have some additional backing tracks which work along with the real instruments. So it just gives an extra dimension to the music. Wow. So um, when did MIDI first come into the... Uh, MIDI's been around for quite a long time, but not as we know it today. Yes. Um, it's, it's the same as the jacquard system, which is a row of dots and holes, just like the card music you've yes. seen. Yeah. Um, MIDI is just an electronic way of presenting that music. Yeah. Um, so in the 80s, they used to do it on cassettes. Yeah. And I've a couple of instruments that work like that. Wow. Um, but now, all done on the computer. Because you've got a museum at Leeds Town, haven't you? Yeah, there's a collection of just on 11 organs in a building at Leeds Town, uh, which we can allow people in to see. Um, there's concert organs and uh, Belgium dance organs there. Fantastic. Well, sounds like uh, a visit is in order. Well, it's certainly worth coming down just to hear the different styles of music from yeah. the different types of organs. Yeah. Um, they're all different in there, so each one we play will sound different. And uh, we'll hear this one in a moment, I hope. We're just waiting for the band to uh, finish their set. Yes, everybody's and going then, round uh, in turn, and then, uh, yes, we'll all do a couple of songs each. Well, yeah. what I'll do is I'll get this one started up ready, and then yeah. as soon as the band's finished, we can, uh, we can play a little bit of music we'll for you. We'll kick it all off. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Ian. Lovely. <laughs> Thank you. 
of Glad Miller tunes there played by Ian's concert organ and next to play uh, was a fantastic uh, instrument I think one of the best sounding instruments there on the day this is a Dutch organ again beautifully decorated and uh, made by uh, Jan van Eyck and uh, this is the uh, Bocker Rider organ <laughs> Thank you. 
That's your name, Donald Logan. Yeah, Edwin Todd. This is your little organ. Yes, this one is, yes. Yeah, what can you tell us about it? Well, built in 1906. It's the oldest organ here. It's one of the oldest organs in the county. Um, the other well-known old organ would be the Anderton Rollins Grand, which was made in 1908. But um, these were a very famous French makers in their day. Uh, the organ was imported into this country um, about 20 years ago after it finished uh, its service in um, Belgium and it travelled to Belgium fairs um, all its working life. I'll shut the motor off a minute. That's better, now we can hear it. Um, it travelled to Belgium fairs all its working life in a set of chairplanes. So it is 100% original as it was made. Very few... It's hard to find an old organ these days without they've had an, an extra... Uh, a lot of pipes put in or something at it. But this is absolutely as it was made. It's very, very rare. And being an older organ, does it take a lot of uh, maintenance? Mm, I've rebuilt it, um, obviously. There's new bellows put in, but it's still... Um, the bellows is still put in with sheep's leather, sheepskin. Uh, the pipework is all exactly the same, although a lot of the pipes have been uh, retuned and rebuilt. But um, yeah. So but, anything uh, that's been replaced, it's just oh, been like it, for like. It, it, yes, yes, like for like, like, uh, and and the drums worked in exactly the same way. But you can see over the years they've been re-leathered and that sort of thing, which yeah. general wear and tear it does. It does happen. You can't help it. So, do, do we ask how, how many keys does this got? Does it work yes. on keys? This is a key organ. Yep. The music, the perforated music as you see it. And that's a very, very clever man who makes the music. Yes, indeed. He's the art. I know the organ inside out and can do anything with it, but I can't touch this stuff. No. Because um, this picks up everything... Here's your melody, your counter melody, your bass, um, your drum beats. And it's not only cut uh, like this, it's got to be the right speed for the notes to play in the right order to make your tune. Because every organ's different, isn't it? Yes, yes. The, um, these books are specifically cut for this organ. And to add, they're, they're still obtainable. Uh, Pilmers are still cutting. Uh, Deans are cutting. There, there's four or five places in the world that you can still get them. Well, it costs hundreds of pounds for a book like that, doesn't <laughs> it? Yes, because a book like that today would cost you about £250. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we currently carry about 100 books of the organ, and I've got another 100 books at home, but right. you don't value the music because if you haven't got the music, you can't play it, if you understand me. Of course. But uh, again, they last. Uh, they last, I was going to say, not hardly forever, but... See, there's a Luminaire book 
that was manufactured around the same time as the organ. Yes. And that's a book of music that's nigh on 100 years old. It looks brand new, doesn't it? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. If you keep your keys at the right tension, um, they don't hurt the music very much, but if you let those go tight, they will pull on the music a little bit. Yeah. Um, the perforations, the book of music holds the keys down. They're sprung, as you see. Yes. And as the perforations go over the top, so they pop up into them. And as they pop up into them, they release a set of valves inside, and they go. Um, it's only pressure and atmosphere that works these. Yes. And it occurs to me that if the book runs out and all the keys pop up, everything should play. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's a master key. There's a master key on yes. the end, yeah. Yes. And, and, and that is the first one to drop and the first one to pop up. Yeah. So uh, when the book, book is there, played, it yeah. won't play. Yeah, yeah, Very no, good. No, no, no. Well, let's, let's have a tune from it. I see you've got eye level over there. You can have anything you like. Can you play if, eye level for if me? If I've got the music, we can play it, yes. All these books have got the uh, titles uh, written uh, on the side of them, so as they're stacked up on the shelf, uh, we can see exactly what we've got here. And uh, now we can have a listen to it as well.
So now we have uh, a brass band uh, quietly playing in the background, well, as quietly as brass band gets. <laughs> and, uh, I have with me uh, James Dundon, uh, who's uh, a good friend of our station and uh, uh, quite expected to find you here today, James. Absolutely. I'm very pleased that you are. If there's organs around, you know I'm going to be something to do with it. Well, this is uh, my out-of-control hobby, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is here, of course, as well, um, uh, taking pride of place, quite rightly. Um, but uh, you also have uh, another string to your bow, at Mechanical Music Radio. Yeah, this is um, a bit of a bit of a first because it's a radio station, but it only plays uh, mechanical musical instruments, so what we call automatic musical instruments, yes. which is basically self-playing. So if it plays itself, if it's a machine that produces music, um, particularly from the early period, sort of late 1800s, early 1900s, then we feature it on, on the radio station, yeah. And not just organs then, presumably, but yeah. all sorts of other things. What are those things that play the big round discs in a cabinet? What yeah, so that's a polyphon, so that's yeah. like a giant musical box. It's, it's from a musical box family um, and obviously music I mean this is it there's so many different types of mechanical music because musical boxes date back to um, I think the, the late 1700s because they used to have snuff boxes back when snuff was popular um, and people used to smoke they used to have little snuff boxes so when they'd open the lid it would play a tiny little musical box uh, movement inside and play a little tune and then obviously this was developed into jewellery boxes for yeah. the ladies uh, and then then it was sort of you'd, you'd get a, a tabletop musical box for the for the home. So if you were rich enough, you'd have one of those. And then it would move into the the big polyphon style ones, which are basically the size of a single wardrobe. Yes. And and these would produce incredible sounds, you know. And if you think back to a time when there was no gramophones, no form of recorded music, um, there was only to have a, a you know like a live band, quite ironically, like we got in the background now playing. Well, and yeah, but it was so that back then it was like the equivalent of. The home hi-fi type thing. Absolutely. Yeah. No, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, when in the 1920s the, the gramophone was invented, in the 1930s radio was invented, the wireless, uh, and then that started to really give mechanical music a run for its money because yeah. it's so expensive to maintain, and also you're limited. You have the same tunes if you've got a mechanical musical instrument. It's a computer. It it plays the same thing over and over again, you yeah, know. Yeah, we're now getting these MIDI-controlled uh, uh, devices. Yeah. Well. What do you think? about those? Well, uh, computer, computers and mechanical music, basically mechanical music is a computer, so I see the value of MIDI because... Uh you know, it means that you can uh, get new music for your instrument uh, a lot cheaper. I mean, indeed, even though mine isn't hasn't got any MIDI on, mine is still produced by the, the punch card or book, so it yeah. strips of card with holes in, and then the organ reads it and works out what to play. But computer technologies help me uh, afford more music because now, with the advent of uh, using MIDI, they can produce the card music uh, a lot cheaper. Yeah, so MIDI is like a, an intermediate step. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think it, it can benefit... You know, it's got a lot of benefits as well, and some enthusiasts and, and preservationists don't like it because uh, it's, it's not not what the uh, instrument was originally intended to be powered by. Yeah, but but it, I, it's, I, it's the way technology uh, is taking it. Absolutely. It? I mean, Ian's dance organ over there, um, that's uh, a modern build, um, and it's only ever played on MIDI, so I can't see the harm in that at all, you know. Yeah. 
So going back to the station then, how long has that been going now? So it was launched on April the 1st. I chose the date intentionally because everyone actually thought it was a gag. Um, And it's done very, very well. I mean, it's online only. Um, I've got an app. Um, I'm now on the Alexa speakers as well. I got her on Alexa last week. Um, So if you go to mechanicalmusicradio.com, you can see all about the station. And if you just fancy something a bit different, I mean, I literally have no track share with any other radio station in the world. I'm playing a completely different set of music. Yes. So you're going to hear some different things. But that's another thing that technology has enabled, hasn't it? Well, exactly. I mean, that's the amazing thing, is to think that back in my spare room at the minute, I've got a computer system that's uh, on there 24 hours a day playing songs, uh, jingles. I've recorded a load of stuff, content from me. So it sounds like it's live, but actually it's not. I haven't been uh, home since Friday, so... Um, I assume it's still on air. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. Do you do any live programmes or do you find that's not necessary? I do. Yet? I have been doing a Tuesday night show, which goes down quite well. Uh, Tuesday night live. That's from about sort of... I only do an hour. I was doing two hours, but I find, you know, it's a long time for people to, to listen. So I tend to do a lot more focused content with interviews and bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, so that's nine till ten on a Tuesday evening. Yeah. And um, people could, if they wanted to, I guess they could get in touch and request. A Absolutely. Tune. Do you know if you, if and even if you know nothing about mechanical music, if you name to me a song, if you say I don't know Glenn Miller in the mood, yeah. or even Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, I've got all of these recorded on mechanical organs or pianos or musical boxes. So how many, how many titles in your um, in your playout? I system, think then? I think we've got about uh, thirteen thousand tracks in rotation. Um, so I've never heard it. Play the same thing yet? Um, say, no repeat. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, the thing is, most most organs have got a CD done with twenty different tracks on, so you hear the same instruments occasionally, but you get new, you hear new things on them all yeah. the time, I guess. Um, do people send you recordings? That, that yeah, I mean, I've had so many. The problem is, I can't keep up at the minute because it takes quite a lot of time to catalogue it, um, categorise it, get it get it all onto the computer system, labelled correctly. Yeah. Um, and I've got a real backlog, so I'm. Looking forward to the dark evenings coming back in, actually, because I can sit there with a glass of wine and, and yeah. sort of add to the rapport of a station, really, and freshen it up a bit. Yeah. Well, good luck with it. I say good luck with it. I mean, it's, it's pretty well established now. Yeah, it's going to be... I've still got so much I want to do to it, so I'm, I'm chipping away all the time. Uh, but, yeah, thank you. Yeah, mechanicalmusicradio.com. You have a look at the website and click listen. Have a look. Fantastic. James, thanks very much thank indeed. Thank you. Thank you.
That's Mambo Number no. 5, played by James Dundon's 52-key Belgian street organ head Blougy. Now, uh, here's uh, an interesting uh, little organ, uh, not much more than three feet by four feet. Uh, the handle turned uh, by David Smith, but the music uh, providing the tune uh, is a MIDI file on an SD card. Take it away, David. Thank you, David. 
Now, um, the next recording is slightly marred by what sounds like tape is, but is in fact uh, the sound of uh, the ornamental fountain in the uh, very attractive gardens at Poldark Mine, so I do hope you'll excuse it. <laughs> This organ was built in 1971 by a firm called um, Dean's in Whitchurch in Bristol. Yeah. And it's based on the old fairground organs that they used to uh, employ years ago in the fairgrounds, you know? Yeah. That was the, the, the organ itself. And then it was bought from new, from Dean's, by a chap called uh, Ralph Jenkins, who lived in Fishguard in Wales. Yes. And he was an engineer on the Fishguard Rosslare Ferry. Okay. And he designed and built all this facade that you can see which is very much decorated with a maritime nautical theme yeah and that's yeah. Uh, that was his idea yeah and then you've got to as you see the mermaids playing bells yeah. and all these pirates who play uh, what is called a corilon of bells and uh, there's 18 different notes each bell is a different note yeah and he spent two years going i think to every car boot sale in wales collecting all the different to bells the bells yeah the right note yeah so, um, how many keys is this one? This is a th- what you call a keyless organ. It's got no keys. Right. Um, in there is what they call a key frame. Yeah. But it hasn't actually got any keys in it. Uh, it uh, it's fed for, uh, by a book system. Yeah. And the card goes through the key frame, and uh, every time a hole in the card passes over a hole in the frame, it allows air to come through to the pipes and, and uh, everything else, that, you know, all the mechanics. It's a very ingenious system. That's it. It was yeah. invented by a chap called Jacquard in Belgium for lace, for yeah. making lace on, on uh, looms. Yeah. And then a chap called Gavioli, an Italian man, he converted it to work, to work organs. Fantastic. So how many tunes have you got for this one? This one, um, at the moment, is 100 and, 110. Yeah. 
each each tune is a separate cardboard book, you know, and uh, they can cost anything up to 200, 300 pounds. Yeah, because there's no standard for these things, is there really? Not really, no, no. Each organ is kind of its own individual. Yeah, thing. yeah. They come they come in various different sizes. You've got bigger ones over there, and uh, different sizes and different registers, and you know. But, uh, from yourself? Uh, I come from Prass Hands. Yep. I've been the owner of this thing now for five years. Yep. Um, Ralph Jenkins, I, I, I'm pretty certain he's actually passed away now, but um, when he became, I think it was in his 70s, he decided to give it up and he sold it to a, a chap in um, Somerset, a Mr. David Lovelock, who was a, not, a naval officer. So, <laughs> he, you know, he wanted it because of the naval theme. He only had it for a couple of years, and then he decided that he'd rather sell the organ and buy a, buy a small yacht. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was lucky enough to uh, yeah. be able to buy it from him. So, yeah, so we've had it for the last five years. Travelled it around to different events and shows and steam rallies and what have you, you know. So this is the first time we've had such a gathering uh, here at the Poldark Mine, isn't it? It is, yes. Is uh, it likely to become an annual event, do you think? I think it probably will, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, a lot will depend on the situation uh, in future years, but hope, we're hoping it's going to become an annual event. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks very much for talking to me.
I'm uh, standing now next to uh, an organ called Autumn Sunshine, which belongs to... Graham Martin. Graham, and where are you from, Graham? I'm from St Hilary, down towards Penzance End, yeah. Yeah, because just about all the organs here, I think bar one, are from Cornwall, are they not? That's correct, yeah, we're all local chaps. Uh, one lad lives in uh, Devon, and <laughs> one's an actual presenter on one of your rival shows. I know, yeah, I spoke <laughs> to James. <laughs> He's doing very, very well. Uh, so tell us about Autumn Sunshine, then. How old is she? Um, Autumn Sunshine, she was built by Paul McCarthy from uh, Hampshire. Uh, she was built in 1997, and she is number 97. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the production In row. the production row. Oh, I think okay. he's, he's built something like 130 organs in total. Yes. But uh, this is one of his earlier ones. Um, have you had it from you? No, no, I'm the uh, third owner of it. Um, the other owner lived, I think, somewhere around Corfe Castle area. And the original owner, I'm not sure, but I got a feeling they lived in around the Midlands. Yeah. So this is a, a 31 key or keyless organ. This, that's right. This is a keyless organ, um, whereas the bigger organs tend to use little uh, keys, if you like, with, with little barbs on the ends. And as the music goes over the hole, so the barbs pick up on the yeah. hole, uh, which then opens the valve. So this one just has a, a, a bar going across, a tracker bar going across with, with the holes in and as the music goes over, so the air goes up through and opens the relevant valves. So it's all pneumatic? All pneumatic, yes, yeah. that's correct. And how many, uh, how many books of music have you got? <laughs> Last count, <laughs> I think we've got something like um, 140 odd books, plus I can also use this one on a MIDI system. And I've got about three and a half hours worth of music on a MIDI system. Oh, so this one's a hybrid? Oh, yes, very much so. Is that a, is that a conversion that's been added on? This is a conversion, yeah, from the original. The original was indeed keyless, but uh, I, I find it quite handy at times. Well, it is, isn't it? Because you can just carry uh, all your music on a, a memory card. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Just on a little SD card, you've got three and a half hours well, worth of music. It doesn't make it sound any different, I dare No say. different it's whatsoever. Just... It's just got a little more control over it. You who can control the speed or anything of a piece of music. But personally, I prefer to play by book. That's the purest coming out. Well, yes, it's kind of, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like the argument of a vinyl versus CD, isn't it? No, that's but right. They, but with a book, you've got something you can see and you can touch and you can feel. Oh, yes, very much so, very much so. And then there's even a lot more to go wrong, you see. <laughs> <laughs> more upkeep. <laughs> well, hopefully in a minute, we'll, we'll, there's so many organs and things and there's a brass band right behind yes, of us course. as well. There's so much going on today that you've kind of got to wait your turn to, indeed, to play, haven't indeed, you? Indeed, yes, we've all got to wait our turn. Yeah. But, uh, by the miracle of editing, um, let's hear something.
Underneath this, you, there's uh, valves, goes down to some valves which opens up to the air chest to each relevant pipe. Just uh, turn the blower on. And it doesn't take a lot of electricity to run these things. Very, I very it's little in actual fact. It's a regular motor, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's, um, there's a, a, a blower in here. On the initial startup is about two, two kilowatt, but once it's up and running, it, it really drops back. It really drops back. And it's, Virtually no current whatsoever. Yeah, just running on a normal 13 amp plug. Just a normal 13 amp plug, that's all it is, yeah, yeah.
31 note organ, I think. Very, very good indeed. Thanks ever so much. You're very, very Bless welcome. Bless you. You've been listening to the Acoustic Hour on CHBN. Uh, this week recorded at the uh, Poldark Mine Museum and Heritage Centre as they hosted their first gathering of uh, fairground organs from Devon and Cornwall. You heard most of the organs that were there uh, that weekend and uh, some of their owners as well. Uh, we'll leave you today with this little medley called Red Sail and uh, playing diligently uh, for the people in the cafe at the Poldark Mine uh, all afternoon and uh, a lovely charming little sound it was too. And that mechanical music documentary was produced by Mike Brown of CHBN in Cornwall. Mike had no prior knowledge of mechanical music and did really well, I think, in the interviews to ask all the right questions. And I hope you found that of some interest. That programme won an award at the Hospital Broadcasting Awards, so congratulations, Mike. Nice to see the mechanical music flag being flown. And, of course, you can go to that event this coming weekend at Poldark Mine in Cornwall. You can search it on Facebook by typing in Fair Organ Festival or Google Poldark Mine. And uh, the event well worth going to with many organs that you just heard there attending again this year. We wish them luck with the event. Also, Hollycombe's Organ Festival this weekend and that American Band Organ event that we were talking about with the Musical Box Society International. All the details on our Facebook page. Have a lovely week. Whatever you're up to, keep it Mechanical Music Radio for the best music. Good night. This is Mechanical Music Radio.